Welcome to the Self-Care Goddess Podcast, brought to you by me, Rita Savoya, founder of Savoya Self-Care Holistic Wellness. I'm a certified nutritionist and a holistic wellness coach for midlife women who want to rediscover their happier, sexier selves naturally without pills or side effects so that they can thrive as they age. I'm also the creator of the Savoya Self-Care Method, empowering women to nurture heart, mind, and body for transformative results. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to help millions of midlife women become their own health heroes. As a woman entrepreneur and a caregiver to aging parents, I fully understand the many responsibilities and generally stressful times women are living through these days, often suffering in silence, misunderstood, and putting themselves last. That's why each week I will be here for you, guiding you on your personal wellness journey, sharing expert advice from thought leaders on natural, practical, and simple solutions to help you thrive during the midlife transition. Get ready to listen to inspiring conversations about all things wellness, nutrition, mindset, mental health, fasting, hormones, menstrual cycle awareness and sinking, ancient healing strategies like meditation, mindfulness and breath work and spirituality. Every month, I will also be featuring a small to medium sized business to help spread the word on the amazing work they're doing so we can support them. And now without further ado, let's get ready to rumble. Happy listening. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Goddess podcast with today's theme, one of my favorite themes, how to create the life of your dreams using manifestation, using breath work, using so many beautiful tools and techniques that we know work. All right, today I'm super excited why it is the 100th episode. So thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening, for supporting. And of course, my heart goes out to my beautiful aunt who inspired me and motivated me to start this podcast, which this podcast is dedicated to. So I want to take a moment to also be grateful for her. But as we know, as we usually do this, um, let's settle into the space and allow the breath to flow in and out of your heart. Tuning out the outer world for just these two, three minutes and tuning in. How are you doing? How are you feeling? There's any areas of your bodies that are feeling tight tension, stress, I invite you to breathe into those areas. Allow the breath to soften. Those areas that you may be experiencing tightness, discomfort. And as you continue breathing deep into the belly, through your nose, and out through the nose. I invite you to channel your energy in the area of the heart, energize this beautiful organ that's keeping you alive. And visualize someone that you're grateful for today. Visualize as if they were right here in front of you. 
And I invite you to send them all the love, the gratitude, and the appreciation for them being in your life. And now turn the attention onto you and send yourself some gratitude and self-love, compassion for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to this podcast, learn something new, do something for yourself. Take a nice deep inhale let it go beautiful thank you and welcome back so on this self-care goddess podcast episode 100 i dive deep into the intricacies of the human brain and its capacity for change i i'm so obsessed with the brain and if i were to do it again i'd probably become a neuropsychologist or something like that um i explore the challenges po posed by the fear of other people's opinions so fopo this phenomenon known as fopo the transition from performance based to per per uh, purpose-driven identity and how not engaging in focal and pursuing a purpose-driven life can help you tap into the transformative power of manifesting your dream life. And we're going to talk about some manifesting techniques and, um, and the upcoming course. So I'm really, really excited to share this with you. All right. So stop worrying about what other people think about you. So I read an article by Michael Jarvis, one of the world's top high-performance psychologists in the Harvard Business Review that really struck me as something I should be sharing with you all the concept of FOPO. So in a society dominated by the pursuit of social validation, FOPO, the fear of other people's opinions becomes a silent force, hindering our freedom and stifling our potential. So FOPO is not about disregarding altogether the opinions, but rather, you know, because we it's so exhausting, right, to succumb to, to other people's opinions, right? But we want to actually not allow them to Oh, fuck me. Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of the Self-Care Goddess Podcast. Yay, I'm so excited. And today's is episode is a solo cast and it's talking about one of my favorite topics, which is manifesting and creating the life of your dreams. So on this Self-Care Podcast, oh, fuck. Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of the Self-Care Goddess Podcast. Yay, I'm so excited. It's a solo cast and I'm talking about one of my favorite topics, how to create the life of your dreams, aka manifesting the life you always wanted to live. So I dive deep into the intricacies of the human brain and its capacity for change. And I also explore the challenges posed by the fear of other people's opinions, this phenomenon known as FOPO, the transition from performance-based to purpose-driven identity, and how not engaging in FOPO and pursuing this purpose-driven identity can help you tap into the transformative power of manifesting your dream life through breathwork and neuroplasticity. So I am so excited to bring in the science. As you know, I'm a bit of a nerd, science nerd, bringing in the science, bringing in the mystic, the spiritual, and it works. I've done it. I'll give you my story. And so many people, other people are using this technique as well. So I'm super excited. But as we know, let's start with a little bit of breath work, tuning out the outer world, 
This is a quick coherence technique from the Heart Math Institute. And I invite you to wherever you are to just surrender. Surrender to the chair, the uh, maybe the couch that you're on or any surface beneath you. Surrender. How do we do that? Follow the breath flowing in and out of your nose. And with each exhale, imagine parts of your body that you're feeling stiffness, tightness, tension, softening. Most of us hold our jaws, so softening the jaw on the next exhale. Allowing the shoulders to just soften, moving them away from our ears. Just relaxing the entire body with each and every exhale. As we continue this deep nasal breathing, deep meaning using the diaphragm. I invite you to focus your attention in the area of the heart. So folk channel the breath, this beautiful organ that's keeping you alive. And I invite you to visualize someone that you're grateful for today. Visualize them as if they were right here in front of you. And I invite you to send them all the love, the gratitude, and the appreciation they deserve for being in your life. And now I invite you to turn this gratitude onto yourself. Be grateful. Have self-compassion self-love, we're taking the time for self-care by listening to this podcast, perhaps getting new insights or taking action after listening to this podcast. Let's take a nice deep belly breath in through the nose and let it go slowly. Beautiful. Welcome back to us. So why should we be stop worrying about what other people think in order to be able to manifest your dream life? It's because it makes room for manifesting to happen. So I read an article by Michael Jarvis, one of the world's top high-performance psychologists in the Harvard Business Review, that really struck me as something I should be sharing with you all. So this whole concept of FOPL, which is fear of other people's opinions, right? In a society dominated by the pursuit of social validation and social media exasperating that even more now, FOPL becomes this silent force hindering you your freedom and stifling your potential. FOPO is not about disregarding opinions, but rather an exhaustive attempt that most people succumb to while constantly trying to interpret other people's thoughts and avoiding negative evaluation and seeking that constant approval. So the danger lies in the fear of negative opinions compelling us to play it safe, right? Stifling our potential. So breaking free from this fear is crucial for a more fulfilled life, right? The fear of other people's opinions significantly restricts human performance. When we fear being judged or what other people think, the consequences 
include holding back ideas, right? Maybe some biases in your organization, slowing down innovation and creativity, right? And the overall exhaustion of just managing these external perceptions, right? Mental exhaustion that we feel. The discussion on FOPO leads to the exploration of the origins of this fear, which Michael, the author of the, the article, eloquently states that it's actually rooted, and this makes sense, in our ancestors' need for acceptance within the tribes for survival. So remember, I've said this before, our ancient brain is wired for survival, right? And it's also wired for seeking acceptance and fearing rejection. So I do agree with the author when he argues that most that we must, we must upgrade our mental software to navigate high stress moments for a more fulfilling life in today's world. So how do we actually overcome football? overcome these opinions of others is definitely a common challenge. And hello, I'm also, um, I, I, I'm victim to this as well, even though I'm doing so much work and I've been doing developmental work for so many years, right? But we can actually navigate through this. And here are some general advice. So I've always said this, it starts with self-awareness. So even just knowing that you are succumbing to this can help you understand how to get out of it or manage it, right? But self-awareness is key. So understanding what are your values, what are your priorities, knowing what truly matters to you can help you focus on your own standards rather than the external judgments, right? So this could become almost like a compass for you, like a moral compass and or a litmus test to sort of test if there's any decisions that you need to make, any directions you need to go into, right? So having that self-awareness, starting with those values, what do you really value and prioritize? Um, also cognitive restructuring. So this is, I love this, this is basically reframing these negative thoughts um, and replacing them with, or these ra irrational beliefs and replacing them with more realistic and positive prospectives. And, and there are so many beautiful tools out there for reframing and restructuring cognitively. Of course, focusing on personal growth. So that's super important when we're working towards our own goals and continuously improving ourselves. Other people's opinions may become less significant, right? Acceptance, so embracing the idea that not everyone will like or agree with you. And that's okay. Accepting of this reality can reduce the emotional impact of other people's opinions. So Along with that, positive self-talk. So developing a positive internal dialogue, be your own supporter rather than the harshest critic, right? Um, setting healthy boundaries can also help with that, protecting your mental well-being, recognizing that it's not always necessary to prioritize other people's needs and value your needs and your priorities, right? Um, social comparison awareness. So being mindful of the tendency to compare yourself to others there's recognizing, and again, I am so victim to this as well, recognizing that everyone is on their own unique journey and external appearances may not reflect what's going on inside, right? Internally that we don't know about. Seeking constructive feedback. So encouraging constructive feedback from trusted individuals, of course, can be a valuable um, so valuable for personal growth. Of course, 
practicing gratitude. That's why we do these little gratitude techniques at the beginning of the podcast. So if, if that's all you do, those two-minute techniques, and that's a great start, right? But cultivating gratitude for your strengths and your accomplishments thus far, right? Focusing on what you've already achieved can build that resilience against this external judgments. And then, of course, I'm going to throw that in there, breathing techniques. So learning ways to optimize each breath so that you can downregulate the nervous system and signal to your brain that you're not in immediate danger and not trigger that sympathetic nervous system response. So overcoming FOBO is definitely not something that happens overnight. It's a gradual process, and it may actually involve a combination of some of these strategies, if not all of them. And of course, seeking support from a professional can be very beneficial in navigating these challenges for you. So let's explore the dichotomy between performance-based and purpose-based identity, because that also plays a role in FOPO, and it also plays a role in using neuroplasticity to help you manifest. So many of us, many of us find their identity tied to their performance, right? Constantly comparing themselves to others. This can lead to a crisis, especially in retirement. And I've always, and I always hear this, where performance no longer defines you, right? At retirement. So purpose-based identity, on the other hand, involves being part of something larger, contributing to a more meaningful cause beyond individual achievements. And it's never too late. If you're thinking, oh gosh, I, I haven't started this yet and I'm close to retirement, that's it's not too late. You can do this after this podcast. You can start thinking about this. So finding your purpose is in life is a deeply personal journey that involves first and foremost self-reflection right self-exploration and a willingness to embrace change i always ask this to my clients from a scale of one to ten how willing are you to change because yes you can be embarking on this journey but are you willing to to change right so here are some considerations that can help you discover your purpose so again self-reflection spend time reflecting on what are your values your passions your interests you know what activities make you feel most alive you know, what feeds your soul? What are the things that truly matter to you? Identify your strengths, recognize your strengths and talents. Consider what comes naturally to you. You know, what are you doing when you're not working? What are you doing on your free time, right? What activities bring you um, sort of this, the best qualities out of you, right? Bring out the best qualities out of you. Explore your interests, try new things and explore different interests, right? So like, workshops, classes, events that really align with potential areas of interest. And this can actually help you discover new passions. Of course, goal setting is super important, as we know, because it gives you that sense of direction and purpose, right? And challenging your comfort zones. Growth only happens outside of your comfort zone, right? So embracing those challenges can be you can, can make you more open to trying new things and maybe that you may find initially intimidating. Again, you know, ask for feedback, right? Volunteer or give back. Engage in some sort of volunteer work or activities that allow you to contribute to a cause that you really care about. So helping others can provide a sense of purpose, right? Reflect on past experiences. Consider your past experiences, both positive and negative. What have you learned from those challenges? And what experiences have brought you the most joy? and connect with mentors. So seek guidance from mentors or role models that 
can really offer you this invaluable advice and perspectives, right, as you navigate through your own path. Okay, so remember that, you know, um, your purpose may evolve over time as well, and that's okay. Uh, mine definitely has, uh, but it was always centered around helping people and how can I help people? That's, you know, how am I here to serve and help people to my fullest potential? And that really brings me joy, right? So, um, but the key still remains that self-discovery, that self-reflection, you know, and embracing the journey of finding meaning um, and, and fulfillment in, in your life. So, you know, sort of approaching it with, with some curiosity, you know, what if, right? So how can we create um, our dream life? And manifesting plays a pivotal role in transforming dreams into reality, okay? So as some of you may know, I've talked about manifesting. I've had many people talk about manifesting. And it is an, it is a powerful catalyst for personal growth and goal attainment, right? The process of manifesting involves aligning your thoughts, beliefs, and actions with the vision of your desired outcomes and creating this harmonious synergy between the mind and the universe. So by focusing on positive intentions and visualizing your aspirations, you not only cultivate a mindset conducive to success, but also send out these energetic signals that attract opportunities and resources. So manifesting serves as a motivational force propelling us to overcome challenges and persevere in the pursuit of, of, of our dreams, right? On this, this amazing dream life that we all deserve to live, right? So manifesting your dream life involves a combination of setting clear intentions, maintaining a positive mindset, and taking actionable steps toward your goals. So what are some steps? You, want, you need to clarify what is it that you want. You need to be very clear, in terms of what is your dream life look like be specific about your aspirations in different areas of life right create a vision board or some sort of a visioning process right develop a visual representation what do your goals look like and use images quotes symbols that really resonate with your dreams right and in the famous vision board you place the vision board somewhere where it's visible and to reinforce your intentions and you want we want to set intentions so write down what are your goals what are your intentions and be, and be specific about what you want to achieve and maybe perhaps do short term and then longer term right and focus on the positive aspects rather than what you want to avoid right um, practice positive affirmations. So affirmations are super powerful and they do reinforce a positive mindset and they help reshape your thoughts and beliefs and aligning them with your goals. So visualize success. So spend time visualizing yourself, living your dream life. Imagine the details, the motions, and the experience associated with achieving your goals. Visualization, as we know, can enhance motivation and belief in your abilities. Maintain that positive mindset. So cultivate that optimism focus on what you can control and practice gratitude for the positive aspects of your life positive energy attracts positive incomes um, positive outcomes and income too. <laughs> take action so break down your goals into actionable steps and create a plan and take consistent purposeful actions toward your dreams action is crucial component 
to manifesting your aspirations. Stay the course. So recognize that achieving your dream life may require persistence and resilience. Staying committed to your goals and view challenges as opportunities for growth. And I know it could be hard, but if you have a plan and you have accountability partners or if you have a group that you're doing with or somebody that's leading you through it, it becomes a lot easier. That's why surrounding yourself with positive positivity is key. Spending time with supportive and positive individuals who uplift and inspire you. Remember, you're the average of the five people you hang around with the most. So surround yourself with a positive environment that can really fuel that motivation. Release any limiting beliefs. So again, we've had tons of podcasts on this too. So please look back on some of these and of these podcasts and identify and challenge any limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. Replace negative thoughts with positive and empowering beliefs. Again, practicing gratitude, right? And breathing techniques can really help you to incorporate some of these um, strategies. Okay. Trusting the process, which actually reminds me of something um, But yeah, let me talk about it in a second. So trusting the universe or the process of life is working in your favor. Embrace the uncertainty and trust that things will unfold the right way at the right time, which is, you know, manifesting your dream life is a very dynamic process. And again, it doesn't happen overnight. Consistency, belief in yourself and a positive mindset are key elements in the journey toward manifesting the life you deserve. So trusting the process reminds me of this amazing book written by Michael Singer, and it's called The Surrender Experiment. And the main theme of the book is that no matter how much our belief system wants to judge if a current situation or event is good or bad, we will never really know in the long run how it will impact our life. So many rock bottoms or unfortunate events have created changes in people's lives for the better. I always say that people's mess becomes their mission or their pain becomes their purpose, right? Being open to possibility, to learning and growing from a place of non-attachment is a powerful perspective to have, even though at times I know it could be so extremely difficult. So the book outlines singer's actual experiences but they can all be principles of surrendering right allowing life to unfold without resistance or attachment to specific outcomes so here is some of the um the concepts in the book but i i recommend you read the book it is super powerful so the power of surrendering so he basically advocates this transformative power of emphasizing the idea of relinquishing control over life's circumstances and really trusting the unfolding of events. The sort of radical acceptance of whatever arises in life, instead of resisting or trying to control the situation, um, Singer suggests embracing them with an open heart and mind, following your intuition. So he shares how he followed life and life guided him. So this involves saying yes to unexpected opportunities and challenges and and even when they didn't align with his preconceived plans, right? So embracing challenges as well. So not all challenges are detrimental or negative. They can be opportunities, including business ventures, relationships, and, and personal growth. The key to surrender to these challenges, the key is to, to surrender to these challenges rather than to resist them. 
non-attachment to outcomes. And this is probably one of my most difficult ones. It's really emphasizing the importance of maintaining a non-attached stance towards outcomes. We learn this in, in yogi philosophy as well. It's, it's releasing. So how do we do this? We release this attachments to specific results. And it, it, this allows you actually to experience greater peace and flow in your life. Again, trusting that universe, trusting the intelligence of, of the, uni the universe, right? Surrendering to life's natural course. You can actually type, tap into the higher wisdom that really guides you to your, the highest good, right? Expanding your comfort zones, encouraging um, you to embrace these opportunities for growth, even if initially they may seem uncomfortable or unfamiliar, of course, right? And, and challenging. And also surrendering to to your inner freedom right so if you surrender to life he talks about surrendering to this inner freedom and it's this inner freedom is not contingent on external circumstances but actually it's accepting and embracing whatever comes and lastly but not least it's this whole concept of spiritual growth the surrender experience this book is presented as a path to spiritual growth and self-realization right at the end of the day we just want to become the highest versions the highest vibrating versions of ourselves so by surrendering to life you can actually align yourself with this higher purpose and experience this profound sense of connection connecting you to your higher self and really to everything else so I highly, highly recommend uh, reading this book, but I thought it, bringing it in to this podcast because it really, if, really does help with the manifesting process, right? Surrendering and allowing things to unfold like they should be, like they, they're meant to be. So I, I invite you to consider this. Can you allow things to unfold in your life and stay present and be aware of these new opportunities as they come and be open to them? and shift into a, a different scenario than you're currently right in order to sort of break apart or break from the habitual patterns and create something new make room to create something new so how do we do this we do this by accessing the power of neuroplasticity and i've i've already talked about neuroplasticity in another episode as well so you can check that out for a little bit more information but basically if we do that we can actually tap into the brain and how the brain can help us change our life so the gift of a i love this quote the gift of a living human brain is a present that defies all comprehension we still don't know the full capacity of this beautiful amazing organ so neuroplasticity as a common buzzword, right, in modern neuroscience and psychology, and it's referred to the ability of the brain to change throughout life. The promise that it is possible for us to alter or rewire our brains to change our thinking behaviors, our habits, our emotions, and our well-being. And this is something relatively new because we actually thought that we were hardwired. Once we became adults, that's it. We couldn't change the brain. But then, of course, traumatic events like strokes and have really um, helped us to rehabilitate. And that is where this new concept of neuroplasticity has come in. It's not that new, but it's fairly new. So it refers to our brain's ability to reorganize itself, both physically as well as functionally throughout our life from cradle 
to the grave. So there are two principles of neuroplasticity. Neurons are fired together, wired together, and if you don't use it, you lose it. So we all have a say in what thoughts we choose to think and what emotions we give our attention to. A simple change in, our, in your belief can have a profound impact on how your brain processes data. On top of your thoughts, emotions, and beliefs, you are constantly writing the blueprint of your neural circuitry through your daily routines and rituals. Believe it or not, that's exactly what is happening. So just imagine what neural connections you will change if you spend your work commute in a state of gratitude, for example, instead of a fit of anger and road rage, right? So there are no known limits to how much we can affect the way our brains are wired up. So become the subject of your own life experiment. Limit time spent endorsing negative thoughts. Maximize the volume of positive ones. Develop and explore empowering emotional states, right? Stay aware of how your feelings affect your reality. Challenge your beliefs and replace these limiting concepts with new values that actually support your growth. Evaluate your daily routine and take action to eliminate any destructive or distracting behavior. Start introducing liberating rituals such as meditation and breath work into your life. Pursue new experiences and new opportunities, getting yourself outside of this comfort of your comfort zone. Free yourself from past attachments and perceptions and use your imagination to access your highest potential. And you want to maximize the capacity of these five amazing senses that we have and go beyond the limits of your everyday mind. So these are just some things that you can actually engage in to help you with neuroplasticity, right? Learning new things, trying something new, challenging yourself, right? So how can we do this though in a more practical sense? So I've mentioned this already in terms of breath work. So we're gonna use, so there's lots of research out there talking about self-hypnosis, right? But how do we, use how do we do self-hypnosis through breath work and this concept of breathnosis is what came to mind for me so utilizing breath work to put yourself into a self-hypnosis state to activate neuroplasticity and ultimately change the brain to help you change your life right and manifest this this dream life so breathnosis um, is a tool to tap into the power of the subconscious mind and influence your thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors. Breathnosis can assist by moving the brain waves to the appropriate state of neuroplasticity so that for neuroplasticity to occur, occur, right, to happen. Breathnosis is effective at influencing neuroplastic change as focused attention is one of the prerequisites of neuroplasticity, and that's what breathnosis does. So the focused attention that is in, that induces um, these brain waves in the optimum, optimal state for neuroplasticity to occur. Breathnosis actually encodes new information within the brain using suggestion and tapping into the power of imagination to see, hear, feel, and experience the desired therapeutic outcomes that you wish to achieve. And it begins to create these new synaptic connections within the physical realm. These new synaptic connections can be strengthened through the continued use of self-hypnosis, self breathnosis with either yourself or a practitioner. So da daily breathnosis or listening to recordings will actually help you begin to take the necessary action to move towards the goal, 
right? Your dream life. As these new synaptic connections within the brain are created and reinforced through breath gnosis, new thoughts, behaviors, feelings, emotions become more automatic, right? And becomes part of your ritual because the brain is changed by internal mental rehearsal in the same way and evolving precisely the same processes that control changes that are achieved through interactions within the external world. So breathnosis is an extremely effective means at creating change. It induces the appropriate brainwave state, which influences neuroplasticity. So the focused yet alert state releases the neurochemicals necessary to enable brain change and neuroplasticity. So what is a take-home message? I would love for you to understand the concept of neuroplasticity and how we can use this brain changing states to help us change what we're currently having because we're obviously not happy and we want to do something different we want to really move towards living that life of our dreams so it reminds me of this quote right you cannot do the same thing and accept expect different results and that's actually the definition of insanity i know many of you think it was einstein that said it but it was actually rita may brown in 1936 so in order to live your dream life right we need to change <laughs> something because obviously it's not working, right? What you're doing now is not working. So in order to change, we need to tap into neuroplasticity. How do we tap into neuroplasticity? Through self-hypnosis. How do we tap into self-hypnosis? Breath work, right? So in order to live your dream life, you need to change your habitual programming because the current program that you're running is not in alignment with the vibrational frequency of your dream life. So often, Happening at the subconscious level, our negative habits and beliefs are formed often as a result of past experiences and societal conditioning. And I've, you know, we talked a lot about this in other podcasts. So the idea is to utilize neuroplasticity to facilitate changing these habitual patterns and create new ones. So reprogram or maybe even unlearn ways of doing you, right? And this higher version of you. And all this, as I mentioned, well, can be facilitated by self-hypnosis through breathwork. So we can use breathwork to help us get into a state of self-hypnosis and increase that neuroplasticity to reprogram the negative habits and belief patterns for personal growth. So during the breathwork integration sessions, what, what would happen is you use tools like breathwork, meditation, positive affirmations, and et cetera, for reprogramming the subconscious mind and reinforcing a positive self-image. So if you want to delve deeper into the art of manifesting and unlocking this full potential of yours, consider joining my manifesting online course. It provides practical tools, insights, and techniques for individuals to improve their self-image, overcome obstacles, and achieve their goals, as well as a supportive community to guide you on your journey toward manifesting the life you envision. So embrace this transformative power in manifesting and take the first step toward a future filled with purpose and fulfillment. So it is called the Becoming Me, the Art of Unlocking My Potential. So it's really um, a true breathwork integration manifesting course. And so we go through the foundations of manifesting, mindset, mastery, visualization techniques, manifesting rituals, overcoming blocks and limiting beliefs, and really the law of attraction, mastering the law of attraction. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, it's connecting with like-minded 
individuals in this community um, on a similar journey, fostering supportive environment for growth as well as manifestation. So the actual format of the course, interactive module. So you'll um, there's going to be some live sessions, uh, live Q and A sessions, as well as a resource library. They will all be recorded for you to tap into at a later stage as well as um, creative visioning process as well. So super excited for you to join if you are willing to take this further and to explore the, these concepts a little further and really creating the life you always dreamed of. Thank you so much for listening and have yourself a beautiful day. Ciao for now. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking part of your day and sharing it with me by listening to this amazing podcast episode. I would also like to thank our sponsors, St. Lucian Seamoss. Check them out and get some awesome Seamoss at www.stlucianseamoss.co. If you enjoyed this podcast and it was helpful, please share it with your loved ones or a friend and check out SavoyaSelfCare.com for more amazing wellness tips. Please also leave us a rating now on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot and send it to info at SavoyaSelfCare.com. We will reply with a gift as a grateful thank you. If you want to upgrade your healthy living and take it to the next level, be sure to join us next week. And remember, self-care is not selfish, it's self-love. Ciao for now.